Hello, 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 everybody. It is day three of our happiness challenge. How is it going for everybody? I hope that you are finding this as beautiful as I am. Uh, so much has been happening within me since I've made the decision to just be happy like the last few days, like just showing up every day, recording and posting has been a huge transformation for me. But I think the biggest part of it is I realize how much I love teaching. I realize how much I love seeing people happy and how many people are just reaching out to me and just saying, thank you for doing this. Like I didn't realize how incorporating one thing in my life that makes me happy is truly making me happy. Like I'm starting to, to look at everything differently. I'm starting to say, well, Hey, does this make me happy? Well, no, it don't. So why am I doing this? And, and like I said, it, it's just being, it's just so transformational and I'm just so, so excited for all of you and I'm so thankful for all the stories that I'm getting it's just it's beautiful and I'm so happy to be a part of this journey with you and today you know what we're talking about is loving ourselves and and figuring out excuse me how we're loving ourselves and you know I created these these, this workbook to kind of help you determine. So today's lesson, yes, we're going to talk about the importance of self-love, but most importantly, we're going to really dig in like, okay, what? Let's take this a step further. Like, I want to be happy every day. I want there to, the days to be full of happiness, not days full of chaos and not days full of procrastination and not at the end of the day looking like I didn't get anything accomplished that I needed to. Like the constant vicious cycles of procrastination and overwhelm and chaos. We're we're tired of that. And so part of this happiness journey is us just really digging in deep into what that looks like. And so I'm so, so excited about this and I'm so excited for today. So as we go into this lesson today, like really think deep, like what are some of the things that I desire? What are the things that really make me happy? You know, some people, which makes me so proud is that you're stepping out of your comfort zone and you're stepping into things that you know you need to do because you know it makes you feel better, but you've been hesitant to do it because you knew that it could lead to other things. Meaning, you know, I love teaching, but I also have had this huge fear of just going online and teaching on social media because I had this huge blockage of social media. And that came and like, I think I've said this before, it stems from me growing up in a home with domestic violence where we were taught to just 
stay in our home and don't talk to people and don't be out where everybody can see you and don't bring recognition and attention to yourself. So to me, going on live and being in social media was that like, whoa, I'm putting myself out there like what? Why would I do that? Like, that's not safe. People might find out. But find out what? Like, I don't have nothing that I'm hiding. So that that belief no longer is impactful to my current life. And that's part of what I'm trying to teach all of you is like, yes, we allow the lessons that we learned and the things that we went through and all of that to dictate our life. But we don't have to always do that. We can really let it go and realize, you know what? I appreciate that for back then because, yes, it probably did protect me from things that I didn't know. Like, had people realized that my stepfather was beating us, I don't know what would have happened. They may have come and took me and my sister away from my mom or who knows what could have happened. I don't know. Or it could have been safer, but I will never know because I didn't have those options back then. But now I have the option to no longer allow that to dictate what's going on in my life. Now, I don't have a reason to be fearful. So now I'm more open to be out and about. And so, yeah, so that's what I want us to work on today. So today when I'm talking about self-love, which we all love, love, because love cures everything. Love is not painful. Real love is not painful. When we get in some some love that we've been harmed by, there was reasons that there was harm. But it's not the love itself. It's not the act of love that hurts you. Remember that. The act of love did not hurt you. Maybe the people that you loved may have hurt you. There's a big distinct difference. We attach emotions to people, and that's where we mess up, okay? So that's number one. All right, so now, what we're working on today is desire. So yes, I'm going to be reading from my spreadsheet because I don't have all this stuff remembered in my mind because I wrote it out last week, and so now we're teaching it. So When we're talking about happiness, first and foremost, it has to reflect what we truly believe. So when you think about happiness, what does that even mean to you? What does happiness truly look like to you? Go back to a time when you were truly happy, where you didn't have care in the world, if that existed. Some people that didn't exist. I know for me, for a very long time in my life, there was never any just true happiness and joy and stability. There might have been glimpses of it, but it wasn't long lived. And it was maybe only for a certain circumstance, not a day. But now that I'm walking into that, that's a lot to accept because there was the old part of me was like, okay, well, when's the shoe going to drop? When's the bad stuff going to show up? But then I realized, like, wait, there don't have to be bad stuff that shows up. It really can be good stuff and be good for a very long time. So, all right. So it goes back to that believing 
and knowing what makes us happy in our life. But most importantly, why do you believe it makes you happy? Is it something that you feel deep inside or is it something you've been told that this is what makes you happy? So understanding those two things are two completely different things. So please make sure you understand your why. Why does this particular thing make me happy? You know, like I was telling you guys, like dancing has been such a big lifesaver for me recently. Like that's what I started doing last month for my 30 days of happiness of doing something that makes me happy and it's dancing. And now I've incorporated that into things that I don't like, like doing my laundry and hanging up my clothes and doing the dishes. Those are things that I never really particularly enjoyed before in my life, but now I enjoy it because I'm like, Ooh, look at the dance party we're going to have. Like, yay. Like I'm so excited. Like next week is my nineties R&B dance show. So when I do laundry next Tuesday, guess what I'm going to be jamming to? So just create this for yourself. Okay. So questions for today that you need to ask yourself to get through this process. Okay. What are the circumstances and or things, quotation mark, desires that you believe will make you happy? What are those? Write them down. What do you think it's going to take for you to be truly happy? What does that look like? Okay. Why do you believe those circumstances will create happiness? Why do you believe that? What is it about that particular thing that you believe it's going to make you happy? And why is it going to make you happy? Why? What is it going to do for you? Are any of the reasons influenced primarily by your society, your friends, and your upbringing? And if so, which ones and which influence? Because what you want to determine is are these really my desires or is this what I've been taught my desires should be? You know, like for me, I go back and look the way I grew up. My parents didn't have a college education. And what I could view was people that did have college educations. I seen that they had homes. I seen that they seemed to have more stability. They had more money. So what I believed and what I thought my desire should be was I need to go to college and get a degree because in order for me to have a house and stability and be able to pay my bills, I need to have a degree. And I forced that on my child, our children. And I beat that in their head. You got to have a college education. You got to have not listening to what they wanted to do in life and what made them happy. It was what I thought was going to make them happy. Five degrees later, I'm now finding my happiness. Was it my college degrees that made me happy? No, not until this last one. Well, the last two education and therapy in addition to hypnotherapy and all the courses I'm taking now, those things make me happy.
because I realized what made me happy and what was my purpose. But those other years, I was just doing it based on circumstances and what I believed. And so then I realized that didn't make me happy. I don't care that I didn't finish school and I didn't get my PhD until I was 48. So what? I'm 48 and I'm a doctor. And that's what I wanted. And it makes me happy. I don't care how old I was before it happened. The end of the day is it happened. And I'm here now. And I appreciate it. And I love it. So when you write down these things, it's important to find out where the influence is coming from. Is it something that you were taught? Is it something you observed? Is it something that society has told us makes us happy? Okay. So next hard step. Next fun question is, are your authentic desires different than above? So when you write out like what you believe will create your happiness and then you determine what those are and your why, and then you determine where those influences came from. Is it something you've seen? Is it something you observed? If it, what is it? Where did it come from? And then authentically, does it resonate with you? Is this something that you really, truly desire? Is this something that truly makes you happy? For me, having a house where I can see the beach is my desire. That makes me happy. And I'm going to get that one day soon where I am walking out of my my waking up, opening my bedroom curtains and looking at the ocean, that resonates in me so deeply. Why? Because I love being around water. I love hearing the ocean. Looking at the ocean to me reminds me of life, of flowing, that sometimes there's going to be storms, but we can handle the aftermath if we're diligent and if we see it coming and that's why I love the ocean it just opens me up to peace and calmness but that's me I didn't learn that from anybody else but from my own experience so that's what I want you to be looking at when you're thinking of this okay so as you're going through this realize that Part of this is your power. It's you owning you and you owning yourself. And if you feel like you're trying to make change isn't working, like creating more joy and happiness, it may be because you're trying to change the wrong things. You're probably doing things, creating desires because you think you should, not because you really want to. And you're probably doing these things because you think that's because that's what someone else thinks is best for you and or in order to please someone else or to avoid being rejected and you're making decisions based on what others think and that's giving away your power do so when you're thinking about resisting the change in your life are you resisting because you fear of the reper repercussions from others? Is that 
why you fear change? Do you feel guilt over hurting someone else? Do you have guilt over disappointing others? And do you fear being judged, criticized, or rejected? Are any of those things holding you back from truly changing? If so, what are those? List the, so what I want you to do is list the things that you don't want to do are things that you want to do but don't. And then describe why you are choosing these things because of someone else. So to reiterate that, write down the things that you want to do that you're not doing and why are you not doing them? What is there? Is it any of these fears, any of this guilt, any of this feelings that are coming up? And then write down the things that you don't want to do that you're doing and what is associated to that. And when you discover those correlations, then you have the ability to make much different changes. So many different changes. And like I said, one of the reasons why I made my 30-day challenge was to come up here and teach is because I felt like no one else is doing this. People are going to judge me. They're going to be like, why is she doing all this for free? Why is, you know, she should be packaging this up and selling it. And, you know, she should be doing this and she should be doing this. And I was allowing all that judgment. But then I also was allowing the judgment of what others would think because I used to would think, well, look at all that I've been through. People don't believe I've changed. People are going to be like, well, who does she think she is? Like, I know her past. But you might know my past, but until you've sat down and talked to me now, you don't know the new me. You don't know the future. You don't know how I look at those things in the past now and realize how it implicated my life and how it changed my life and how I could take those bad things and turn them into positives and how I learned the lessons from those. You don't know the new me. And so if you're still holding on to the old me and those are your judgments, they're not mine. And I had to realize that I had to step out of that place of what I thought others would think because it was taking up too much of my life. It was making too many conditions and things going on within my life that I wasn't happy with anymore. So understand as I'm teaching these courses, these are courses that I went through myself. I did this work myself. It just took me a long time to get everything together and formulate it to where I felt like it would make sense to implement into other people's lives, like understanding what it truly takes to help someone come from the pits of hell, of darkness, of life that you just don't know where you can turn anymore. I was there. I lived that life where I felt like suicide was an option because it was so dark and I was so miserable 
And I couldn't pinpoint one reason of why I was like that. But what I realized when I go back and look and I realized back in 2016 when I drove in that ditch, if you read my article and I ran in that ditch, that was my wake up call. I knew that life was different, that it, it crashed, that it came crumbling down. And I look at that because so many people have been talking about this beautiful Miss America that committed suicide and jumped, and they're so confused why this happened. And I don't know for her particular reason. But it's sad. But I can also tell you how I know when I got to that point, what got me there. And what got me there was I built an entire life chasing a dream of different than what I grew up in. I started chasing this dream that I was going to prove everything and everybody wrong, that I was going to build this life that people were going to be like, how did she survive that? How did she do that? How did I was building my life based on proving something to people, but I wasn't building my life for me. And when I got to the top, I crashed because what I realized was I had done all this. I went from being homeless to owning a half a million dollar house, making a lot of money, but I was miserable. It was horrible. Yeah, I might have had seven cars, but I had those seven cars because I was proving something to the wrong people. So now as I'm building my life, I'm building it on a solid foundation. Remember how I talked about day one, we're building our house and we're choosing what we want in it. It's the same thing. It's our life. What are we ordering when we sit down at the restaurant? What are we ordering to eat? Same thing. What are we ordering for our life? It's your choice. So... Choose a happy one. Choose the one that you want. You can do it. So, love you all. Sending you all lots of love and light today. Sending you lots of blessings. And I will see all of you beautiful individuals tomorrow. Bye, everyone.